The SWP is brought to you by Jim K. Ford, Pico Pizza, and All Insurance Ontario. Do you find shopping around for insurance a time-consuming hassle? I'm Josh from All Insurance Ontario. Send me a text and let me take it from there. You'll be surprised at how easy it can be. 613-860-6008. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Pico is Ottawa's fresh, new, innovative take on pizza. Step up to the bar, order your pizza masterpiece building from 56 fresh ingredients, then in classic Neapolitan style, they slide your custom thin crust beauty into a thousand degree oven for 90 seconds. Moments later, you're enjoying those rich, delicious Pico flavors, unlimited toppings, $14. Pico, 170 Metcalf or 236 Richmond Road. Jim K. Ford is a full-service commercial and fleet dealership. For years, Jim K. has supplied the Ottawa area with Ford work trucks of all sizes to get the job done right. Whether you're in towing, landscaping, or moving, whether you're big or small, Jim K. has solutions. From the small delivery vans right up to the powerful F-750 and everything in between. If you can't find what you're looking for, let the Jim K. team know, and they can likely get it for you at a price that fits your budget. Jim K. Ford, Uville Drive in Orleans or JimKFord.com. The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. Hey everyone, welcome to the SWP. It is a daily weekday podcast about sports and whatever. Powered by you, the good listener, our awesome sponsors, and our members. And my name is Steve Warren. Jim Jerome over there. We muck it up in the corners. James, how are things today? <laughs> I don't know why I always laugh at the intro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steve, fine. Good day, Steve. Yeah. I was um, trying to get off the Tim Hortons double-double, which I, I've drank, I've drankin', I've drunken. Uh, I've been <laughs> drinking for many years. Okay. Yes. Drunken's probably a little more uh, apropos. Uh, <laughs> that I've been... <laughs> Jamming back, firing down my throat for many, many years. The, the Timmy's double dose. It's like a meal, Stevie. I, right. You know, it's like a, it's like a quick meal here. Uh, you know, everyone's going with the 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 sure drinks or whatever. Okay, my, mine's the double double. Okay, with the right. beautiful. It's probably a it's probably a small percent percentage level of cream, Steve. Like thirty eight percent or something. <laughs> <laughs> You ever seen them? You ever see them grab the big bag behind the counter at Tim's when they got to load up the cream machine? Unless this guy got to hammer it like he's playing the bagpipes just to get it out of there. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's somewhere between liquid and solid for yeah. sure. Uh, anyway, I got off that. Okay, I got off that and went to the, the double milk, no sugar. I stopped okay. drinking sugar in my coffee uh, because I was fat, you know, really fat. Uh, but I went in today and. I had a relapse, Steve, today with the Tim Hortons double double, the medium. I was was it like, by choice, or did they just get the order wrong and you go, "Ooh, that's pretty good"? Yeah. No, no. I went. I fired in there and went. Okay, can I have a, a coffee with uh, two milk? You know, I, I, f that. Give me the double double. Okay, it's Christmas. It'll load up with the do- and then I get the two plain donuts, Stevie. Dunk, dunk, dunk. Okay, nice and moist. So that's my. Uh, I was doing so well, Stevie. So well. Just plain donut, like nothing on it. Nothing on it. I'm a, I, I pop donuts during the day, a couple for sure. Uh, but I don't know. I, I got I to gotta go into therapy now to get off the double-double. Right. 
I like a good sour cream glazed. I don't go too fancy or anything like that, but a uh, sour cream glazed is uh, is my vice when I go to Tim okay. Hortons. But I'm a black coffee guy. I have been for about six years now. Oh, good for you. I'm li- I lied, Steve. I lied. I don't I don't get the plain donuts. I get, I get the honey crullers. Okay. I don't okay. Know. Have you popped these things? Uh, okay, a honey cruller donut. That you throw it in the bag and you reach in to grab it, and it's just. It's beautiful liquid sugar, Steve. Okay, and it just yeah. it just pulls apart like 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 you're stretching freaking plasticine. You pull it out, throw that into your mouth, okay. And next thing you know, it becomes about the size of a soft dime in your mouth. It just like <laughs> yeah, it just melts. Re- it's re- gone. Reduces down to a little pouch of sugar, right? Yeah. So yeah, not the plain donut thing. Say. Well, we made a big change in the old Christmas traditions here in the Warnsey household and the first time um it well and basically uh, as a family we've gone to the fake tree for the first time we went to Canadian Tire picked up a fake tree for the first time and quite frankly I was not very happy with the price tag you don't have to put the lights on anymore you don't have to go out and get the tree to start with you don't have to worry about watering the thing and when it's all said and done you just stick it in the basement yeah, so it's got the, it's got all the all the the lights are all strung all through the tree, right? And the, yeah. the little, the little the little P type lights, right? The little wee ones. You can't twist them in or out, right? Correct. The light bulbs, yeah. So that'll be good, Stevie, uh, because they're they're really real looking for sure. Until one of those strings goes out, okay? And now you're going, okay. Well, how how do we get at that now? How do we? Where are these strings attached to each other? Is it, you know, you'll, you'll see, you'll see, Steve, like 30 lights in the middle of your tree will go out and then you're going to be working on that till freaking Easter, till the next holiday when you get a fake bunny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not even sure how the thing is working. Like, cause it comes in three pieces, right? Yeah. And one, one piece goes into the next. And I was like, there's no plug somehow, some way the, the lights and the electricity keep going. I'm not even clear how I did it, but. Anyway, hopefully it's not going to be an issue for at least a decade. I put up a tree. Uh, I live alone. I did a, I did a tree, a real one. Uh, I was feeling kind of sentimental uh, one year and a little down. I thought, well, I'm going to get a Christmas tree. Uh, so I got a real one, like a, like a scotch pine or something. Uh, nice. That was five or six years ago, Steve, the last time I had a real tree. Uh, and the reason is because I'm, I'm still finding dry needles, Steve, all over my house. Okay, I don't know how oh. they get there. I don't know what, the, you know, it's like, how, how are these, what are these dry needles doing in my freezer? How, how did, where, <laughs> you just, you're just sweeping them up for a freaking decade. So right. if I do it again, I'm going to the, I'm going to the fake tree. I'm going to do it. Well, and if you do decide to go natural at some stage, Fraser fur is the way to go. Oh, okay. A good yeah, Fraser fur. Yeah. It doesn't shed quite as much. It's got kind of a blue tinge to it. You probably pay a little more for it. You can have it for longer too, because we generally get ours around December first, which is kind of pushing the envelope for a real tree, and it always was fine right through to the new year. Oh, okay. Yeah, if I do it again, I will. All right. A, a Fraser pine. Is that what it's called? Fraser fir. Fraser fir. All right. Let's launch in here. Uh, interesting NHL story today in that the Winnipeg Jets, and I wouldn't normally lead with an assistant coaching story, but I thought it was kind of a neat angle in that Dave Lowry who played in the NHL himself for a long time, 
Mm-hmm. He's been hired by the Winnipeg Jets as an assistant coach. And the interesting thing is Lowry joins Paul Maurice's staff for the coming season. Again, 19 years as a player, five years working on an NHL bench. I think he was Team Canada's coach, the World Juniors at some point. But what's noteworthy here is that Lowry is the dad of current Jet center Adam Lowry, who will be entering his seventh season with the club. And so are we going to have, for the first time that at least I can remember, the whole Pee-wee-style preferential treatment father-son duo on an NHL bench? What's with, what's with Lowry's son who got 38 minutes in that, in that last game? What, wow. And he's what? suddenly the captain of the team. What yeah, the? That's, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Bigger expense account. What the hell? How, that's kind of, yeah, I, I, I can't recall if I ever have heard of a father-son coaching player duo. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of bloodlines. You know, the brothers playing together. Um, certainly coaches who have sons playing in the league, but I don't remember a scenario where dad and son were on the same NHL bench. I'm sure it's happened, but I can't think of any offhand. Yeah, I can't either. Uh, well, you would know better than I would, uh, but I'll, I'll give you a, I'll give you a father son, uh, experience that I went through Steve and didn't end well. My sons, uh, both my boys, uh, who are finished high school now, my, my son, Jake's 21 and, uh, there you go, Steve, you probably remember when he was around. He's 21 now, that kid. Oof, uh, crazy. Yeah, my daughter's 24. And my other guy's uh, 18, 19, getting ready to start university. Anyway, they both were good basketball players. And they started in community league ball. Mm-hmm. And there's a tournament one weekend uh, north, of, north of town. And uh, so it sort of starts Friday night and ends, I don't know, Saturday or Sunday. There might, mm-hmm. Something like that. Anyway, my, my ex-wife goes up to the game on the Friday night. And uh, I didn't. We we're kind of, you know what it's like with kids. You're working in shifts, right, Steve, to, to, to drive, you know, as you're a yep. chauffeur for a good part of your life. Anyway, my wife comes back from the game. She goes, look at this is ridiculous. I almost lost my mind. I go, what, what, over what? What? She goes, well, the coach, his son is on the team, and his son never came off the floor. You know, he played the whole time. And I'm always, I just think of the advice my father gave me, you know, don't, don't ever get involved. You know, who cares, right? And I went, oh, did, who cares, honey? You know, don't worry about it. Uh, she goes, well, it just doesn't seem fair. I, I, maybe it may not, but the guys volunteered, you know, it's just, it's just one of the deals that they get is they're going to play their son a little more, you know? And, uh, so anyway, I go up to the next game on the Saturday morning and throw my son in the car and drive up there. And so I'm watching the game and I go, oh yeah, there he is. Bernie, the kid, Bernie Gallardo there, coach Gallardo's son. <laughs> and, uh, so I'm watching him and then I'm sitting there going, Hey, the kid, that kid didn't come off there. He switched up. Switched up four of them, left his kid on, you know? I go, oh, oh I see what she means, I guess, but, but who cares, right? Next thing, they switch him up again. The kid's, okay. Now I'm, Steve, now I'm steaming, okay? I'm steaming by the end of the game, and I'm totally caught up in this thing. Time to leave. They're, they're out in the lobby of the school, uh, you know, just outside the gym. My son's there and he's, he's looking at me and I'm kind of, hang on, son, before we go, I just want to talk to the coach. He's going, no, 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 dad, no, dad. I heard what you and mom were talking. No. I said, don't worry, son. I'm not going to embarrass you right now. And he's standing there and goes, let's just go to the car, dad. I said, ah, just be a second, son. I go, hey, coach. <laughs> I go, what's up with playing your son the whole game? Okay. I'm sort of loud. 
and my 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 kids kind of trying to get out the front door. Okay, immediately, Steve, this turns into three guys coming in front of me, Stango. Hey, you you need to pipe down. Okay, I I don't need to pipe down. You need to pipe down. And I kind of put my hand on the guy's shoulder, and he's like, "Did you did you just touch me? Did you just touch me? Yeah, I touched you." Okay, and now Jake has got me, my son, by the by the sleeve of my jacket, pulling me. And I'm going, that's ridiculous. That'll be the last time my son plays on this team. Oh. It was never, couldn't go back, Steve. I embarrassed my kids so much and myself. Did, did the guy have any defense for what he had done? I Well, I, there was just no part of it, right? Because I was sort of upset. I became this parent that I that I didn't like. You know, and and it just ended badly. It started badly. It ended badly. And I'm supposed to practice what I preach and just walk to the car and and not think <laughs> about it, right? So 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 much for that. So well, much. it's a, it's amazing how those things can happen, though, because you do it in the name of love, and you do it for your son. You think you're defending them, and how many times have I bet there's been a, a double digits the number of times I've done that in the name of defending my child. And then when all the smoke had cleared, my, my child was angry with me because I uh, made them look bad or, or right. whatever. And that, that's certainly a case of that. And it, it's, it's an easy thing to fall into for sure. Was the kid at least, not that this would defend the behavior, but was the kid at least the best player on the floor? Well, what happened, what, what happened with me uh, is my, they, didn't want to play, they didn't want to play competitive ball at that age. Eventually, they did. They, they they both made their high school team. In fact, my son was a captain of the huge high school team here, three thousand kids, and nice. uh, so they became really good. But but at the time, uh, they they weren't quite into it, you know, the competitive thing. So I said, well, let's just play house league basketball, right? And the only reason I did it, the number one reason, I said, well, house league's really good because there no one cares who wins, and everyone gets equal time. Okay. It's like my, my kids played indoor soccer. I don't know if you remember this. They had a, they had a, got a, they've got a great feature that uh, they put kids out there uh, on the floor and they blow the whistle exactly every three minutes. And when that's up, or four minutes or whatever, that's up, the kids come off, new kids go on. Regardless. Right. Regardless, right? It's a, it's a brilliant idea because it takes kids who are of lesser ability feeling like they belong. So... That was the issue I had. You know, I don't care how good your kid is, but the reason I put mine in house league is so they get equal playing time and aren't embarrassed that they're not good. On, you know, my, my, I remember my daughter playing on a team going, Dad, this is, I'm no good. You know, I'm not, I'm not half as good as these other kids. And I sit on the bench the whole time, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, that's why I put them in there. So that was when I'd settled down. That was my big beef about it. All right. Well, back to the uh, father-son duo of the Lowry's playing for the Winnipeg Jets. Um... It got me thinking about the best father-son duos in NHL history. And I think I got it down to my medalists. Okay, I think the, I try and guess. Do I have to yeah. guess this? Yeah, I thought I'd throw it at you. It's not like I'm asking you, you know, really hardcore trivia. This is like all-time stuff, like all-timer okay. stuff. Who would you say would be the best father-son duos in NHL history? Whether that you can well, be a coach, son thing, you could be a... Teammates, whatever. Oh, I got it. it yeah. Kachucks? Mm, not yet, but I'd bet in 10 years we'll have them among the best. Reinhardt's, the Felino family. 
They've mm-hmm. got, they've got uh, you know, Mike Foligno, I guess, is, was the bad jumper. Um, that's the ones I'm saying that come to top of mind. Um, well, um, I'm sure there are lots of hockey fans hollering at the radio, um, especially oh. since you know the guy. Brett Hull and his father, Bobby, kicked oh, up a little oh. NHL dust. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. Both, uh, I would imagine, they're the only father-son duo that have eclipsed 50-goal seasons and both put up insane career numbers. Uh, then you have uh, the Howe family. They ended up all playing together at one point. Gordy Howe, his sons Mark and Marty, they both uh, they all played together, the three of them, mm-hmm. in uh, Houston in the WHA. And I would probably put the Stastny's as my third oh, best. I had them down. I forgot to read it. It was covered. Yeah. Covered with my donut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was, you know what, Stevie? Look up, look up Brett Hall right now. Oh, I know what he said. When you got 92, Wayne, okay, 15 year goals were empty netters, right? Hall, Hall kind of embarrasses Wayne, right? In this thing. And Wayne stands up and says, Well, listen, Holly. Don't blame me if you're not good enough to be on the ice for the last two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that amazing? 86 goals. Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I remember interviewing his uncle at a golf tournament, Dennis Hull, a fine player by his own right. And he was absolutely certain, because it was the summer after Brett Hull had had 86 goals, he was absolutely certain that Brett would get 100. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, absolutely certain. But the game changed. Unfortunately, if you love, go- you know, gaudy goal scoring, gaudy points, right? The game changed somewhere in the mid '90s, and no one will ever come close to a '92 or maybe even an '86 goal season ever again. Agreed, and and so does everyone where where they where they talk about, you know, the '65 or '70 plus records yeah. that uh, the great one holds. That's the one they say will never be broken. Well, you look, I mean, when Gretzky's out there scoring, and, and Brett Hall to some degree as well, though he's younger, um, I mean, in the, in, when they're putting up those insane numbers, they're facing goaltenders who look like they're, I don't know, bantam-aged? Yeah. Just because of the equipment being as small as it is, uh, the game is just so different now, and that's sure. the biggest factor. And then there's also the angle of sublime fitness, unbelievable organization and structure with all the systems that are all designed to snuff out offense. It's just a different world right now in the NHL. Congratulations to Kendall Coyne Schofield as we wrap up some hockey chat here. She has been hired by the Chicago Blackhawks as a player development coach. So that's a neat thing. She is one of the best female hockey players ever. Certainly the fastest. She, of course, is the NHL All-Star Game and I think she beat out Clayton Keller in the skills competition as far as fastest skater goes. And mm-hmm. so that really opened some eyes. And uh, it'd be nice to see her you know, playing in a proper pro women's league, but that continues to be um, a sticking point for, for ladies hockey. In the meantime, she's got a job in the uh, predominantly male NHL. So good on her for that. So now I'm going, this is a, this is a completely viable solution for keeping women pro hockey players in the, in the forefront, at least for now, at least for now that they're getting legitimate gigs with pro hockey Mm -hmm. teams. You know, those, those are, those are real jobs and they're with, they're with the NHL, you know, and there, and there may be some other women 
who who have and not just community relations or something you know where they're yeah. getting to use their talent so i'm I, again my point is way to go way to go nhl uh, and way to go chicago way to go the leafs and these other teams you know so yeah i mean it's good for coin schofield for sure but it's not where women's hockey wants to be this is a, a woman in her prime she's 28 this should be the most dominant time in her entire career again blazing fast and she should be out there playing and entertaining a fan base and let I me mean, whatever size that fan base may be so yeah it's it's a good thing it, it just to me that's more of a job for the Haley Wickenheisers of the world who have uh have now retired from the sport this should be the Gretzky of the sport this should be someone who's out there playing regularly in a professional league dazzling young fans making fans of the future and instead She's going to be spending a lot of her time working for an NHL club in a non-playing role. Well, again, Stevie, again, in the meantime, it's 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 a smart thing to do, the NHL to to and the teams to hire girls like this. I get it. I get what you're saying. Maybe you know that's not her first choice, but right now the the you don't have a choice to to play. Something has to happen here. Either the National Women's Hockey League needs to be incredibly well supported 100% or it needs to get the hell out of the way. All right, let's take a time out on the program. When we come back, we're going to talk briefly about uh, kind of a tough day on Sunday if you're a CFL fan. It should have been the Grey Cup game, and of course it was not. We'll get to that next after these words. A lot of people I talk to end up asking me about what coverages should they have for their house. How much do I need? Why would I want that? Hi, I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario. Call or text me at 801-2659. Give me a call. Let's have that talk, and we'll make sure that you have the coverages that you want and that you need. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Jim K. Ford is a full-service commercial and fleet dealership. For years, Jim K. has supplied the Ottawa area with Ford work trucks of all sizes to get the job done right. Whether you're in towing, landscaping, or moving, whether you're big or small, Jim K. has solutions. From the small delivery vans right up to the powerful F-750 and everything in between. If you can't find what you're looking for, let the Jim K. team know, and they can likely get it for you at a price that fits your budget. Jim K. Ford, Uville Drive in Orleans or JimKFord.com. Hey, it's the Black Friday sale on now at Popeye Supplements Ottawa. Not getting enough veggies in your diet? This week only, buy one veggie greens and get the second one absolutely free. Or mix and match. Buy any regular priced item and get the second at 50% off. Some conditions apply. See store for details. It's the Black Friday sale on now until November 29th at Popeye Supplements Ottawa. If you're buying or selling your home in the Ottawa area, I recommend the Glen Walton Real Estate Team. Glenn helped us set the right price for our home, and the response from buyers was amazing. He also sets aside a budget to help you out with painting, cleaning, staging, and lighting. We took advantage of all of that, and our home sold in less than a week, mind you, at well over asking price. Connect with Glenn today at glennwalton.com. So, James, after a hundred straight years of having a Grey Cup game, Sunday was a bit of a tough one for the average CFL fan. No game, no Grey Cup game. It was tough because, uh, I mean, on the one hand, I'm watching NFL, so I had football. 
but you, you, you just can't beat the Grey Cup. It's not what it was, granted. Like, I don't get invited to Grey Cup parties anymore, nor do I even hear about Grey Cup parties. But uh, it's still, as someone who was reared on the CFL, it was a disappointing day to not have the national championship. The the, the Grey Cup always... Jeez, it might, it might be today, Steve. What? Oh, well, I thought it was my birthday today. I was losing track of dates because <laughs> I always got... I always got Great cup tickets from my parents as a birthday okay. gift. My, my birthday is November 26th. And uh, so I've been to many great cups. Uh, you, you know me, Stephen, my stories where I tell you, you, you go, no, how, how, fuck, how are you getting, how, what, what do you mean you're at the World Series? What do you mean mm-hmm. you're at the gold medal? <laughs> so I've been to tons of great cups because, it, <clears throat> excuse me, when I was growing up in the 70s uh, and the, the great cup alternated west and east every year that was that was the deal so every second year the west got it and and you know the east got it all on the other years and then the olympic stadium was built for the 1976 olympics and then they they granted the gray cup to montreal and the big o for several years in a row to to try and pay for it uh so i've been to i've been to tons of gray cups uh at olympic stadium and then down in toronto i was at the gabriel game the Clemens to Gabriel game, I was there, uh, whatever year that was. Uh, 76. And I've, I, and we used to go to Grey Cup parties. Love the Grey Cup, man. Absolutely love the Grey Cup. And then for years, I went to the Grey Cup with, the, with a group called the Spirit of Edmonton, which show up every year at the Grey Cup City and put on a three-day party like you've never seen. It's the most popular deal going on in, uh, during Grey Cup week uh, at the Spirit of Edmonton. So... I did that for many years. I've got the record, Steve, for attending, getting to the Grey Cup, the cities. Okay, I've, I don't know how many times I've been, probably 25 or six times mm-hmm. in my life, 20, 20 times, I, I, you know, 20 plus times. Uh, so I've got, that, that's a pretty good record, but I mean, doesn't people have been there like 70 years in a row. Uh, but here's the record. Been there, say, 25 games, and went to two of them. <laughs> <laughs> Why does that not surprise me? Yeah, I was so hungover, man. Like, I just show up on the Wednesday and hang on, Steve. <coughs> Sorry, I couldn't find my mute. Um, so I'd show up at the Great Cup City on a Wednesday and mm-hmm. just party my can off, you know, every night, staying up late all day long. And, and the thing about the Great Cup, Steve, is you drink all day. You know, people get up and have, you know, the Bloody Marys at 11 and then you, you sort of wander around the city and everyone gets annihilated all, all day long and then ends up at the Spirit of Edmonton room at whatever hotel. And, and then by the time Sunday morning rolled around, you know, I felt like I'd gone 15 with Mike Tyson. I yep. gave away my tickets. I'm like, oh, yeah, fucking, <laughs> I want to lie in my hotel room. <laughs> the absence of the Grey Cup at a special spot this year in that... Uh, Probably 40 Grey Cups. I've just sat in front of a television set with my dad. Uh, and, uh, of course, my dad passed away in August. And it's just, I don't know, it's just something about uh, the absence of uh, the Grey Cup game this year. Uh, this almost seemed fitting with the, with the absence I'm feeling in my family life. And a lot of people in Edmonton right now are feeling a great absence. And that would be for the late Joey Moss, the longtime mm. locker room attendant for the Edmonton Oilers and uh, the Edmonton Eskimos, or the uh, double E football team as they're known right now. And uh, Moss 
who was born with Down syndrome, passed away at the age of 57 last month. No cause of death uh, was given, but um, they raised nearly a million dollars through a 50-50 raffle uh, as part of a memorial fund created for Joey Moss. And it raised $991,000 upon closing on Sunday. That amount breaks the Eskimos record set by the club during a July 2017 game against Ottawa. So that's pretty cool and uh, nice that uh, they've established this memorial fund for Moss. Well done. Well, well done. Um, yeah, since they started the online 50-50s, right, they've gone, they've gone through the roof. Uh, Edmonton has incredible support for those things, or they, or they love to gamble too. Not being yeah. funny, but uh, the like the fifty-fifty, Steve, all the time at all these games for for every cause. Um, are are you know it's a hundred thousand, Steve, often at the hockey games, right? You know, and I, I've never seen. It. I've been to other fifty-fifty cities where they do it, but good on good on Edmonton, and I'm sure people outside of Edmonton too who supported that thing. So. Imagine that yeah. during COVID, during mm-hmm. during this pandemic, that, that they, got, they got a million bucks. Wow. Yeah. Now, I'm pretty certain the, the attachment of Joey's name to this thing, probably what pushed it over the edge and, and set the record. So pretty cool stuff. Now, before we go today, we'd like to invite you to listen back to some of our older shows. We go off every weekday, so there's loads to choose from. It'd be fantastic to have you subscribe to the show, leave a nice review, or spread the word about the show by sharing an episode with your friends and followers. Good night, everybody. We'll see you.